another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I feel like I came in really hot. I am Doug, and with me, as always, is Kaylin. Say hi, Kaylin. Hi, Kaylin. Good, good, good. Real good energy match. I'm. Um, well, you came in high. I wanted to kind of really, balance it, you know? I came in a little way too high. Yeah, so uh, I just thought if I came in softer, we'd kind of even out. Well, it worked, I guess. How you doing, Kaylin? I'm doing so well. <laughs> so This is episode well. 10. And That's it, pretty cool. Yeah. And word on the street, it's going to be our best one yet. The big one zero. Can you believe? <sighs> I feel nuts. like we've been Where's doing this podcast gone? for years. <laughs> I feel like we've been in quarantine for years. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think that's that's why we've been doing. I feel like we've been doing the podcast for years, and the fact that we're only I'm... up to ten right now is kind of bananas. How was your week? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Um, back to work full time. Uh, nobody wants to really hear about work, so we'll skip that. Um, blah blah blah. You and I got to see each other for a bit. Yes, yes, we went on a social distance hike. Through Double Trouble State Park. We sure did. And that was a lot of fun. Getting That park is not marked correctly at all. <laughs> we did wind up a getting lot of... lost for a little bit. Yeah, I don't understand the trails at all there. I wish that they had a map. I don't know. I've never been there before. I so think that was they... kind of a, a real experience. I'm pretty sure that they do have maps somewhere. They at least have it online, but... I don't know. Like, I felt like it was definitely all my fault. I thought, like, if we could get on, <laughs> uh, like, under the power lines, like, we could cut uh-huh. back across. And I knew, I knew one of the last um, paths we passed, I was like, I should we should have taken that. And as we got farther, I was like, crap, I think that was the one we should have taken. But, um, you At know what? At one point, as a group, we approached a couple who was walking with their dog and they kind of moved to the side to let us go around them. And that was very thoughtful. You know, we were moving at a little bit of a faster clip. And we did all that diverging and whatever. And then all of a sudden, we bumped into them again. And mm-hmm. we're like, how the hell did we do this? Because we went ahead <laughs> of them, in theory. For sure. And they were like, are you looking for the exit, too? Because... <laughs> <laughs> I love that they called it the exit. <laughs> like, <laughs> as if there were going to be, like, fire exit signs being like, get out this way. God, Push this door, an alarm an will issue? sound. If there was an issue yeah. out in the woods and we had to run for safety or back to our cars, we would have been screwed. I mean, we Probably. did eventually, obviously, find the path again. We aren't we aren't recording from Double Trouble State Park currently. We did find our <laughs> way out. But, yeah, God, that was chaotic. Spoiler alert, we live in the park now. Yeah. <laughs> So, Kaylin, I think I have a pretty good segue here. Yeah? Because in the park, we had trouble choosing the correct paths. Okay. And I had the pleasure of being on the latest mini episode of the Best Little Horror House in Philly podcast, where they do Choose Your Own Adventures. I was on an episode and read the book, You Are the Monster, I Am the Monster, something along those lines, with a uh, friend of the, the show, monster. George. And that was a lot of fun. You listened to it? I did. It was really funny. I really enjoyed the voices, especially Amanda, which you uh, which you voiced. Um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, the voice is really fun. I think I said this to you. There really wasn't many decisions to be made, but overall, no, there wasn't. It overall, was weird. I liked the story the best so far out of his Choose Your Own Adventures. Like the story was wow. just out of control. It, yeah, it honestly, it, I didn't know where it was going while we were doing it. It was a lot of fun. Subscribe to George's podcast. It's really good. You did an episode that'll be airing sometime in June. That'll be awesome. Yeah. I talked about killer clowns from outer space. I've never seen that. And then I was like, because you told possible? me you were talking about that with him, I got like a weird ad on something for like killer clowns from outer space, like merchandise. I'm like, why is the internet always listening? It's frightening. <laughs> well, in case you guys want to watch it before you listen to the episode, it is currently streaming on Netflix. Ooh. Doug, I suggest you do the same. Yeah, I probably should. Yeah. I Have you, speaking of streaming also, did you take a look today? HBO Max launched. Have you taken a look at that yet? I have not. I literally just got home. Oh, and I just literally realized that I forgot to watch something. 
I didn't subscribe to it yet because it's like super expensive, and I'm like maybe I could get a password from someone if I'm really nice. But there's so much good stuff on it. Really? And they recently announced last week that Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League is going to be on it. Yeah. Which is like super crazy. And they're going to do all these reshoots and stuff for it, too. Yes, I did. I did hear that because Zack Snyder had to step down. Joss Whedon took over and Zack Snyder really was like threw a whole bunch of shade and was like, if I finish the movie, it would have been totally different. Right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that there's a world where that movie is salvageable and just, like, so primo. But I guess we'll wait and see. I, I hope that I eat crow on this, honestly. Yeah. That he puts out this movie and I'm like, shit, that was good. I think in a recent podcast or a recent episode for us, I talked about how I, I kind of binged all of the, the newer DC movies. Like, Justice League yeah. and um, definitely not Batman or Superman. But, like... Whatever other ones I <laughs> oh Suicide Squad. Did you watch like, Suicide Squad? Yeah, I and just watched like, that recently myself. I like really don't hate it as much as I thought. Like I think I initially uh-huh. saw it and like was just annoyed by it, but then I rewatched it and it actually is not that bad. So I definitely would watch Zack Snyder's cut to see how it differs. Birds of Prey is still the best of the lot. It's it was really good. I watched that again, which is I have a problem. <laughs> As you know, once I find a movie, I'll rewatch it a bajillion times. Do you know what I finally started watching? What? I don't know why I waited so freaking long. Freaking? What We Do in the Shadows on FX. Dude, okay, so I saw your Twitter exchange. I just wanted to bring it up because I wanted to actually talk to you about this. That show is so goddamn funny. And I watched so much of the first season and then fell off. And I don't know why I didn't go back to it. So when I saw your tweet, I was like, shit, I really have to get back on that bad wagon because the show is honestly so funny. Episode seven killed me, Kaylin. When they have that, like, the trial and all the other vampires are there and Evan Rachel Wood is in the scene as, like, she's dressed exactly like the vampire queen from True Blood mm-hmm. and Tilda Swinton is her character from um, Only Lovers Left and then Wesley Snipes is there as Blade, basically, <laughs> and... When Paul Rubens shows up as, I think his name was Lothos in the Buffy movie, I lost my mind. He looked exactly like that character still. It's so funny. I loved the show, and that that episode is probably my favorite one so far. But Is that episode just about seven, season one? Season one, yeah. Okay, I definitely yeah. had not gotten there yet. Okay. But, yeah, I, 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 really, I really do have to get back to it. But there is a bunch of stuff that's coming out. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how am I going to manage my time? So it's a bunch of stuff. I know. You have to live also. Yeah. You can't just, like, sit behind a television. And literally, like, if it was truly in the early portion of quarantine, I'd be cool because I could work from home and watch TV at the same time. <laughs> right. Your girl can multitask when it comes to that shit. Instead, we trudged through, we trudged through like, bad crap those uh, few weeks where we first started quarantine. Yeah, it's I mean... Like... <laughs> Content creators were very ill prepared. They should have really <laughs> I would have released everything early. I would have been like, here, have at it. Edit them apps. Yeah. So this week we have another theme for our episode. This week Kaylin has brought us four lists about Can you hear the music cue today, Kaylin? Oh yeah, it's the uh, theme to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Kaylin has brought us four lists about Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. Long, <laughs> pregnant, pregnant pause. What trimester was that pause in, Kaylin? Ooh, definitely the third. That bitch is about to pop. Anywho, um, yeah, I sure did bring that, John. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Doug, just, just get on board with it. Just get on Ugh. board with the word. At least for this episode, you kind of gotta. So just like with our Jersey specials, Kaylin has, Kaylin has a love for Philadelphia that I can't seem to find in my heart. I can find a maybe a quarter of love for them. A quarter of love, <laughs> dude. But I, I I don't have that love for Philadelphia that Kaylin has. But she brought us all of her top lists in music, movies, television, and dining. <laughs> 
will say. Sure. Yeah, I, I have a really great list. Um, a little backstory. I used to live in Philadelphia for a few years. Doug says that he doesn't have love in his heart for Philadelphia, but your boy definitely did come visit me quite a few times, and he definitely had some favorite spots in Philadelphia. So you got a little bit of love. Yeah, all right, a little bit. I said a quarter. I think a little bit more than a quarter. <laughs> How about we start this list? Kick it off, Kaylin. We're going to start with music and bands. All right, who you got? First on my list, I have a band named Kaitana. Kaitana is a three-piece, all-female punk band um, based out of Philadelphia. Um, they actually just recently broke up and had their final shows last summer, which I was very fortunate to go to their very, very final show. So I was very excited to see that. Of course, not to see them go, but definitely to see them in their city of origin as their last show. It was definitely insanely emotional and a lot of fun. Wicked. Did they say that in Philly? No, that's like a Boston thing, no? Oh, that's Boston. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure somebody once said, you know what? Wicked did come to the Walnut Street Theater at one point, so. Oh, Caitlin, Jesus Christ, that's a stretch. <laughs> People probably said the word wicked quite a few times. Uh, they said, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, shit. Okay, I'm trying to do my Philly <laughs> accent. Good so, luck. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, you're going to go down to that. <laughs> nope, never wow. mind. Pass, 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 pass. <laughs> I feel like the direction you're trying to go with that impersonation is like offensive. Like, like I'm trying like to enter dumbing it. down Midwest somehow. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to enter it with like the water. We're yeah, you go gotta down go down, down the street like... to a Wawa. You know. Yeah, no, I'm go going. I'm doing it. Wawa. I'll get uh two tickets to uh that that one Wicket, Wicket. I feel like they would say Wicket. <laughs> Maybe. You kind of uh, borderline Chicago. Adele Yeah, Yeah, let me do that uh, Chicago. We're going to get two tickets to go see Wicked. Listen, say, I don't know what say I'm doing. that for if we do a Chicago episode, okay? I feel like you're better suited for the Chicago accent. Philadelphia is very hard to nail down unless you're from there. Anywho, Who's next on your list? Next on my list is Hall and Oates. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna cue a song, that's why I paused. But oh, it's playing. Hall and Oates is their stage name. Uh, it's Daryl Hall and Paul Oates. John Oates. John came Oates. <laughs> 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 Who am I thinking of? Wait, what's Paul that other? Paul McCartney. No. Paul Simon. Paul Simon. Yep, there we go. Simon and Garfunkel, right? Just kidding. Yeah, let's go back to Hall and Oates. Uh, <laughs> Hall and Oates have roots in Philadelphia. <gasps> and speaking of roots, oh my God. Number oh, three. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that worked out for Look at you with the, your own segue. Number three on the list is The Roots. If you have never heard of The Roots, uh, maybe you've seen an episode of Jimmy Fallon. They are his house band. Fantastic band from Philadelphia. Um, I actually heard a rumor, Doug. What's that? I had a, I heard a rumor that the Roots, at least most of them, actually still live in Philadelphia and work in New York. They just commute back sounds, and forth for the show. That sounds like a horrible commuting. Commute. <sighs> Listen, they are, they are uh, really into this city. They're really into this. Hell yeah! And I'm sure they love. make amazing money. Also, <laughs> that's true. It's worth it. It's I'm not shedding it. a tear for their commute, but uh, it just sounds crazy. I agree. I mean, but, honestly, if given the chance to live in New York City or Philadelphia, I would definitely do New York City for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love Philly. That sounded like a real buried lead. <laughs> I feel like I really do love Philly, but. Given the option, there really is no comparison. But this is not the New York episode. This is the Philadelphia episode. So You're absolutely right, Kaylin. So who's next on your list? Next on my list is a band called Me Without You. I like that I can like, kind of hear it in the background, so I'm like kind of bopping to it. Um, Me Without You is a great band. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like 
Um, a little bit better than an emo band, but early 2000s, kind of Whoa, in that era. Shots fired. A little bit better than an emo band. What is it even supposed <laughs> to mean, Kaylin? <laughs> like, emo... I, like, wholeheartedly take offense to that. <laughs> I thought you were more of a prog rock guy. What are you talking I'm about? I'm a prog emo, Kaylin, oh, and sorry. it still is in there. <laughs> prog emo. <laughs> I'm just saying, Me Without You doesn't necessarily have the um, most upbeat music. No. But I like them better than most emo bands. Fair enough. Fair? Fair Uh, enough. I'm going to close out this list with a band near and dear to our hearts, Doug. Not necessarily based out of Philadelphia, but I kind of... Pretty close to Philly. Yeah, I kind of I will let it rock because we're not going to do a Doylestown episode where they're from. So if I got to include them, they're definitely going to be included in Philadelphia. The band is Circus Survive. Um, <laughs> like I forgot. Every time you play the music, I just want to listen to the music and I forget I know. what I'm doing. Stop doing that. Um, Talk about why you love it. <laughs> led by Anthony Green, backup band Colin Fra- Fragnieto. How do you say his last name? Nope, you got it. Did I? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Nick Beard, Steve Clifford, and I guess I'll mention Brendan Ekstrom. Yeah, I guess you have to at this point, right? We are in a feud. We are still in a feud, according only only I know about. But one sided fight. <laughs> one sided fight. But yeah, I love this band. I mean, our group of friends. I think more specifically, you and I, um, have seen this band a bunch of different times. And I think I'm close to thirty times. Whew. Like with having seen them solo or all sorts of different in, in you're incarnations. Inclu- you're including like. Anthony Solo and, like, Sound of Animals Fighting and, like, all the little offshoots as well? Yes. Okay. Because it's, like, the same experience to me as it's, like, you know. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, It's all connected. I mean, I just, we have uh, an affinity for this band. So they wrap up my music slash band slash artist list. Radical, Kalen. Radical. Radical stuff. Radical indeed, Doug. I'm doing hang loose hands when I say that to you. Oh, so you know. cool. Hang loose hands. I love that. Hang loose hands. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you got movies for us now? Movies is next. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Heck yeah. yeah Are you ready? I said Number yes. one on my list is okay. The Sixth Sense. I love The Sixth Sense. Mm -hmm. This is the only good M. Night Shyamalan movie. I'm sorry to talk over your segment. Keep going, Kaylin. It's fine. I kind of like The Village. (laughs) The Village? I didn't mind The Village. No, I liked it. Um, So The Sixth Sense... Shut up, Doug. I'm doing my list. The Sixth Sense was filmed all around Philadelphia, but I wanted to bring up one location specifically. They mm-hmm. filmed in a restaurant that was once called Striped Bass. I don't know if it was called the Striped Bass, but I have Striped Bass down here. Now, okay. at some point, this restaurant was bought out and bought by, um, bought and renamed Butcher and Singer. Now, I didn't know this until I was digging into uh, information about the Sixth Sense, but Butcher and Singer actually was the restaurant on the ground level of the building I used to work in. In Philadelphia. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And, like, I had cocktails there, so I'm, like, now I'm, like, thinking back. I'm, like, trying to think of this scene, and I think is I that remember. The scene where Bruce Willis is supposed to meet his wife, or he thinks he's meeting his wife. Yes. We you know, spoiler alert, he's dead. Yep. He meets his wife for, like, an anniversary dinner, right? Yep. It Something is that like restaurant, that? yeah. Did I ever tell you? What? I know we haven't talked about The Sixth Sense probably in a long time because it's 2020 and that movie's like 20 years old, I guess, at this point. 2001, but I think. I loved The Sixth Sense so much that I had these like books that I got from the book fair mm-hmm. in middle school that were like the extended universe of Sixth Sense. And it was like touched by an angel, I guess, basically. Because wow. Haley Joel Osment like helped, um, you know, like souls move on. Crossover. 
Yeah, it was like goosebump sized books, and they were all like you know a horrific death, and then Haley Joel Osment's character like guiding this person to un you know finish their unfinished business or whatever. Oh, for sure. Um, remember Tess from Touched by an Angel? I loved her. I never watched Touched by an oh Angel. Oh my god, my mother used Sorry. to watch it all the time. But anyone who watched Touched by an Angel, Tess, she was great. <laughs> um, and also, I just want to point out, the best scene in The Sixth Sense is for sure when Misha Barton is just vomiting. <laughs> Are you I'm okay? joking. I'm sorry. Yes, Look, are I love you, that scene. Are you doing the scene right now? Munchausen's by proxy. Is that what you're asking me? Are you, are you recreating? Are you vomiting? Yes. Under, I've been under eating a fork? bleach on recommendation from. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. How does one eat bleach? Well, you see, it protects you from the viruses. It cleans your your organs out. I've heard. You know what? Yeah. I definitely understand. <laughs> What's your second movie, Caitlin? Yeah, we should definitely move on. Uh, my second movie I originally thought was based in New York, but recently found out that it was actually Philadelphia. Um, it is Trading Places. Oh, awesome. I never knew that that was based in Philadelphia. Well, it I sure was. I have seen that one. With Eddie, uh, not Eddie Murphy. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Eddie, Eddie Murphy's <laughs> in that movie. Is it Eddie Murphy? Yeah, man. Who else would it have been? I don't know. Now, now I'm blanking. When I said it, it didn't sound right. No, Eddie Murphy. Okay. And Dan Aykroyd. They trade places in the <laughs> mo in the motion picture. Trading yeah, places. Can you explain the premise for trading places again, please, and slow it down? Um. Yes. So in the movie Trading Places, oh, did I say spaces? <laughs> the first time. Yeah, Trading okay. Spaces. In the movie, in the in the movie Trading Spaces, Eddie Murphy lives in an apartment, and Dan Aykroyd lives in a different apartment across town. They both trade their spaces, and host Paige Davis comes in and helps them redecorate each other's apartment. Oh my! Over the God. course of a long weekend. I really. It's a great movie. I haven't seen this in a long time. The premise definitely. Is not what I remember. Yeah. So there's two different designers, and then there's one architect who actually helps do both. Not architect. I'm sorry. Carpenter. Okay. And that carpenter helps make furniture or, uh, like, wall treatments, all sorts of stuff like that and for then, each other's space. And then, at, and the then end, at the end, do they love it or yes, list it? Paige Davis comes in. Yes. And they, they, they look at their apartments that they've now traded, their spaces that sure. they traded. And they decide whether they love it or they want to list it. And at the end of that, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. you have to watch the movie to see. No how spoilers. It wow, very different from what I remember watching. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, number three I have is Shazam. Shazam. I thought you would like this one specifically because I found out from you, and I did not know this, that Shazam is actually a DC character. He sure is. He was formerly called Captain Marvel, and then Marvel and all that sort of legal troubles, blah, 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 blah. He's mm -hmm. called Shazam now. Wow. He has the power of, like, some sort of gods, right? Um, And it's yeah. something to do with, like, the seven heavenly virtues, right? Something like that. I remember him getting, like, zapped to some ancient ruin yeah, right? and then like he wasn't deemed worthy, but then he does get the power back because I think he was the last one to have it. Okay, something along those lines. But I just wanted merely—I didn't know also that he was actually based out of Philadelphia. So when I watched yeah, the movie, cool. it was a fun surprise to see not really a lot of landmarks in Philadelphia, but I was—I was excited to see. Um, the SEPTA buses, the buses that run for public transportation in Philadelphia. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> yeah. I, I will tell you why. Because there's a scene where a bus crashes, like, off of a bridge or something, and Shazam has to, like, go catch it, and it just so happened to be the 9 bus, the one I took <sighs> to work every day. <laughs> 
Oh my God, Kaylin. Right? Your bus is famous. I know. Well, I mean, come on. You're watching a movie and all of a sudden your your bus that you take to work goes flying off and you're like, holy shit. Please tell me that you brought them your copy of the Blu-ray and had them run it over so you could get their autograph. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're such you, you a like dick. Read, you put the tire on ink and then you had them run over the Blu-ray so you could have I, their autograph. I did. I did. I know you did. I actually yes and, Kaylin. multiple copies of them, and I had each uh-huh. bus driver sign it every morning if it was different from the That's day before. Cool. So then I could be and like, you know, maybe one of these bus drivers drove that bus off. Right. Blu-rays are a really sturdy medium, so... You know they can really they can really handle getting run over multiple times. So well, I didn't care cool. about the discs as I took the digital code. So oh, you had the digital code yeah, anyway. So this is all just destroyed. it's a novelty. It's exactly. just a novelty for collecting. Got it. Anyway, what's your next Doug? movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next movie is Baby Mama. Baby Mama, Amy Poehler, Tina Fey. Yeah. Um. There, it was filmed around a bunch of places. Rittenhouse. I feel like everything is filmed around Rittenhouse. It is. It is nice, but I mean, it's a very small park. So, but whatever. Um, but this one also was filmed at uh, the Love Park as well. Oh, okay. You know the infamous Where those big Philadelphia. Letters of love are. Exactly. Um, last and not least, ugh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do the last Uh-oh. one. But I have to. What's the last one? What do you think the last one is, Doug? The last Philly movie. Oh, is it Philadelphia? That Tom Hanks movie? <laughs> no, but that would have been a really good AIDS. idea. That would have been a really Philadelphia. good idea. No, it's Rocky. Oh. <laughs> Duh. How did I forget <laughs> that one? <laughs> I don't know, but how did I not put Philadelphia on my list either? I didn't really I don't think I've ever watched that movie in its entirety. I yeah, I don't think I have either. I feel like I watch it in school, maybe. I think I watched... I imagine it's super heartbreaking, and I, I really don't. Oh, my <laughs> God. Know? I was just going to say, I don't think I watched Rocky in its entirety, but actually, this one guy I dated in high school, him and I watched, like, uh, the whole, like, back-to-back Rocky. I think we got up to, like, four and then I was like, Jesus, no more, please. <laughs> I don't like this. And then you just broke up with him or you stopped watching the movies? Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, I said, please turn this off or I'm breaking up with you. And he said, well, I love me some Rocky. And I said, well, I'm breaking up. And then he screamed, Kalian. <laughs> exactly. And then I moved to Philadelphia. He had to say your name like that. So it, it, it hit the, you know, the phonetically. He needed to say your name wrong. Kalian. <laughs> Kaylian. And then I moved to Philadelphia, so I mean, yeah, that shows him. Does it? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know either. That literally was just filmed all over Philadelphia. If you guys don't know, uh, he runs up the art museum steps. It's a very famous scene. There's actually a statue. Wait, hang on one second. He, run- he runs up steps? Yes. It's like a very... When does Rocky run up steps, Kaylin? That's like a very famous scene in the first movie. He runs up steps and then he gets and then he gets up the steps and he puts his hands in the air and he jumps around and he pretends to punch. Literally, it's not ringing a bell. Doug, you're killing me. (laughs) Absolutely killing me. Um. Anyway, there's a statue at the bottom of the steps to the right of the art museum. If anyone is just a huge fan and wants to go take a picture, have you been to the statue? No. I've seen it. I've driven past it a bunch of times. I've. I wanted to ask you if you've ever kissed the statue. No, 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 no. Okay. I have climbed. Do you know anyone who has? I have climbed up City Hall though and kissed uh, William Penn statue. Ah, okay, yeah, he stands on a pole, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Or something like a very uh, the the spire of a building. Yes, he's the very tippy top of City Hall. The very tippy top. Actually, whether you. Oh, I was gonna say actually, no, go. he, um, there was a like an ordinance in the city for a very long time where no buildings could go higher than William Penn, and then That's of course people got greedy and then they started bringing you know people higher. But they said once they made buildings higher than William Penn, that it costed a whole bunch of bad luck on all their sports teams. Yeah, I believe that. 
That sounds like a definitely logical reason why those teams all suck. Does any any reasoning for sports have, like, guys that wear the same underwear each game just because it brings them luck? <laughs> like, is it dumber than anything else? Not really. Nope. Definitely makes sense. <sighs> I miss Philly. I miss Ben Franklin. There was this guy that used to dress like Ben Franklin, and he used to just be at almost every bar. I don't know how he did it. Philadelphia sounds insane. It I is don't insane, but I love it because it's so fucking insane. So, before we move on to our first song, mm-hmm. I have a superhero who is from Philadelphia. Is it Shazam? It's not just Shazam. I have another one. Is it Will I Smith? Have... It's not Will Smith. Okay. It is James Rhodey Rhodes. Jazzy, no. It is James Rhodey Rhodes, the I, War Machine. Oh, snap. Okay. He's from South Philadelphia. Wow. Born and raised. Well, okay. He was a lieutenant in the United States Marine Corps who served tours of duty in Southeast Asia. A combat pilot, he was stranded in the jungle behind enemy lines after his helicopter was shot down by the Viet Cong. And then he becomes Tony Stark's friend. Blah, 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 blah. He's the War Machine. Wow, that was a good promo, Doug. Yeah, there you go. He's played by Don Cheadle. Yeah, I know. In the Marvel Cinematic is. Universe. Oh, I thought you were trying to tell me. You, like, I didn't know. Did you ever see and notice that um, Terrence... Well, did you know, rather? Terrence Howard played his character in the first Iron Man movie. And then, for some reason, did not return. Because he could have been War Machine. Not because, but instead, Don Cheadle was recast. And I think that was a good decision because I really like Don Cheadle a lot. Yeah, I can't really see um, Terrence Howard being War Machine. I mean, I don't know if it's just specifically because I've seen Don Cheadle so many times as him. That might be it, too. But But I think that if Terrence Howard did it, I don't think it would have been as lasting as with Don Cheadle. You know, like, Don Cheadle's been in a bunch of the movies now since Iron Man 2. Oh, for sure. Do they ever mention that in like the second Iron Man? Do they, do they ever no. like that they recast it? The dude? No. Oh wow. <laughs> it's not like Roseanne when the other Becky shows up and they're like, "Who are you?" And that brings us to our first song, which is "Motown Philly" by Boys to Men. Yo, fella, y'all ready to do this? Yeah, Yo, what's, what's up, guys? Boys to Men in effect. Yeah, and it's about time. Really hurt it. All the dreams have been away. Yeah. There was nothing singing that plays in his 
One day back in Philly, four guys wanted to sing. They came up to me, I said, well, what's your name? What's the name? Hey, you know what I'm saying? And then I said, all right, fellas, let me see what you can do. And then a smile when they wanted and said, yo, Mike, check this out. See if this one moves you. to men hell yeah i didn't know that voice to men was so from uh from philly i didn't know that either they didn't pop but, up you know. when i like did some research oh maybe maybe justin's philly was that the song is called motown philly oh gotcha gotcha he's doing a loose interpretation too okay we're doing loose interpretations that's fair because honestly like if they were from philly i definitely would have had them on our list and by our list, I mean my list. The royal we. The you royal we. You want to kick it off with your we. TV list? Yeah, let's go. Okay. So we started the episode with the theme music to this uh, TV show. And I feel like I'm just going to get this one out of the way as a, as a burner one. Number one, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Did you just see that they signed on for a 15th season this week? Shut up dude did they really it's officially the longest running live action comedy wow they've been going since 20, 20 uh, 2005 that's insane i honestly i lost track i i i don't know i mean i love this show i i don't want to sound like i'm blasé about it i just feel like it's such an obvious choice but i couldn't not mention it but it is really good yeah, I've never put too much time into watching it, but any time that I do watch it, I love it, so I gotta, I should seek it out eventually. It's one of those things that, like, you'll get to and binge eventually. I think, yeah. I think I'm, like, probably, like, three seasons behind now at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say three or four seasons, because that's literally, like, how long it's been since I had cable. <laughs> so, like... Yeah, right? And I don't, like, I since I, like, gave up cable i really don't have the desire to go watch things on cable to be honest well you have hulu so you watch it on hulu is it oh yeah it is on hulu all right well call call me out doug i will start watching it tonight and i'll be caught up you got no excuse <laughs> um number two on my list is boy meets world oh yeah i'm a little... i like have really sorry i have love for the show it's probably not that great in a rewatch right now, but I remember loving that show as a kid. I did too. I absolutely love this. I'm like a little um, confused about exactly where they are. Um, I know it's definitely close to Philadelphia. I'm sure it's one of the burbs, but I, I don't know exactly where it's supposed to be based out of. Yeah, they go to like a fake college called like Pembroke or something like that even on the show so it's yeah. definitely 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 in philadelphia yeah but that show is great next number three also not technically in philadelphia but since we gave circa their platform and they're based out of doylestown i had to give the office a shout out which they're based a little bit farther away in scranton but so far that Pam Beasley wouldn't even let her husband work in Philadelphia. Yeah. I don't even know. So far I would in say her probably eyes. Probably like two hours, maybe. Is it that bad? I don't think it's that bad. I think Pam's an overreactive you know what. An overreactive. Uh let's see here. I'll do a quick calculation, see what I got. Not a big fan of their wow. relationship. I'm going to vamp about how much I, I can't stand Pam and Jim. First of all, I'm amazing. An hour and 56 minutes. 
Really? Boom. Jeez. Yep. And that's without wow. traffic. If you're talking like Philly traffic, which I just searched it at 844 at night, so there really shouldn't yeah. be too much traffic on the Schuylkill. Like you're talking possibly anywhere from a half hour to another hour added onto that. Getting Jeez. getting out of Philadelphia during rush hour is a nightmare. As as is any city, but but specifically Philadelphia. Not a fan of traffic in Philadelphia. Me either. Anyway, I don't live there anymore. Um, number four is American Bandstand. Okay. Uh, it was a TV show. Sure was. It was initially based out of Philadelphia. I believe they had quite a few years in Philly. Um, then the show was relocated eventually to Los Angeles. Um, but while they were in Philadelphia, such bands as the Jackson 5 and... I don't know. I think Prince. Uh, there was a bunch of artists that like really truly got their start on American Bandstand because it was the Pretty first cool. way where you could broadcast to an entire nation. You know what I mean? Mm. That's instant. Uh, what am I thinking of? Exposure. Thank you. Especially in a yep. world where there was like you know three channels. Exactly. So like I mean most people before this they would just go tour town to town and if you like them maybe you'd buy a record but like this is national exposure it's crazy yeah um number five on my list is twin peaks i know what you're gonna Kayla, i know what you're gonna say that. i know what you're gonna say twin peaks is not a philadelphia based i show. know what you're going to say i hear you not based in Philadelphia. However, I love Twin Peaks so much that if there is a tiny portion of that show that is based out of Philadelphia, I'm going to mention it. The reboot that came out a few years back, they had shot scenes at City Hall that were supposed to be um, FBI headquarters. Okay. So, there you go. Interesting. Or something else from Philadelphia. I don't know. You guys tell Interesting. me. What am I missing from Philadelphia from the TV show list or any list, really? We still got one more, right? Or is that it? Nope. We got restaurants. We got restaurants. And you oh. know what? I am going to speed read through these. Actually, You're I'm going to speed read. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. say them. I'm going to say what You're I like, like about Domino's. them. Domino's. McDonald's <laughs> on the corner of. 15th and Walnut. <laughs> Um, no, it's actually, what is it, 15th? The then? Starbucks that's located anyway. in the Target that's just off of the highway. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, no. Kaylin. You have the floor. Thank you. The Starbucks is actually at 16th and Walnut. I forget okay. where. I know there's one in that Target over there, too, so. Oh, okay. How about fine. that? Okay, fine. Whatever. Outside the city. Um, the... Restaurant list, I'm going to go through really quickly. Uh, the first I have here is Zahav. It is located in Old City. Um, it is Israeli uh, Mediterranean food. It is chef's kiss. Wonderful. The chef there, Michael Salmanov, is a Michelin-rated chef, and he has a bunch of restaurants all around the city. They're all equally wonderful, but Zahav is the only one that like is the first one I went to, so I love it a lot. Uh, next okay. on my list is El Camino. It is located in Northern Liberties. A car. <laughs> it is located <laughs> in Northern Liberties. Um, excellent spicy marks. Excellent tacos. Um, next is Dawson Street Pub. That's located tucked away in Wissahickon, a little bit outside the city. But I have to mention them because they have my favorite vegan wings. Next on the list, number four, is Sampan, located in Gaberhood, um, right next to Double Knot. Uh, they have very, very good food, um, Asian fusion, but more specifically, their edamame dumplings are fucking wonderful. Um, Did you say Gaberhood? Yeah. Okay. Gaberhood. It's like, it's below Broad Street and every, you could tell because the street signs have like a rainbow flag on them. Um, number five is Menyong Tavern. Um, and I had to mention this because... Every single time Doug and Liz came out, we would go at some point in the night to Maniac Tavern and we would get, what, Doug? Truffle fries. Sincerely, uh, the best the fucking best truffle, truffle fries. fries. Maniac Tavern is also a really cool spot. Also has really good um, 
craft beer and uh, beer on tap. Uh, very, very small, but, but very, very nice. Um, also, I just thought of this one off the top of my head because I was thinking about Gaberhood. Um, also in Gaberhood, there's this cupcake shop, and I really want to shout it out because they're fucking fantastic. It's called Sweetbox, and they have these pink champagne cupcakes, and literally, I would kill the next person I saw on the street for one right now, to be honest. Oh, I like this. This sounds like a cool challenge. <laughs> so, who can I send with a, I'm sorry, a pink champagne cupcake? Yes. From Gaberhood? From Sweetbox, <laughs> yep. From Sweetbox in Gaberhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's it. And you'll kill that person dead in the street in front of your home. Yes. For the cupcake. Reason. Not like children no, within or... Within reason. Not like children or like animals, but like anyone else I mean, is it's pretty not... much fair game. Okay. Okay. Not children or animals. Like, okay. What? All right. All right. I'm just seeing what kind of what kind of lives you're prioritizing, Caitlin. Um, adults? Like, I feel like adults like a <laughs> fair fight and you've like lived a life pretty much, you know? But like a little oh my child. God, so you're going to like fight them to the death? For sure. Yeah, with just my bare hands. No, no, uh, Yikes. no weapons or nothing. Bare knuckle brawling. I mean, I if it's for the cupcake, there's gonna be some scratching. <laughs> Do it for there's the There's gonna be some biting. Yeah. Wow, this makes me sound like a piece of shit. <laughs> You're not. No one, no one would have suggested that. Fair. Um. Yeah, that's the end of my list. Um. Burp, burp, burp. There's, like, so many other places. I, I just want to wrap up the list all together and just say there's so many other places um, and TV shows and movies that I'm sure that are great and I could mention. Um, but if you have any suggestions or know anything I missed, please let me know. Uh, as soon as this pandemic is over, or maybe before then, I really want to get back out to Philly for a visit. So maybe I could do something new while I'm out there recommendations of cool places to check out yeah <clears throat> so now i really was going to mention another superhero but you mentioned him slightly before will smith so i didn't want to spoil it yeah okay yeah like as um what's yeah i was going to do this thing where i trolled you about this character from <laughs> you know west <laughs> philadelphia. philadelphia he was born in he Maine. um he played he was on a playground and is that he's just playing basketball. Like, this is the origin story. Is that story. where he spent most of his days? He spent most of his days playing basketball, shooting b-ball. A uh, couple Wait, of kids from, in this, in his origin. outside of the school? Yes, a couple of kids showed up and they started kind of, they started trouble. Mm-hmm. And his mom and dad got really, his, wait. His dad, he didn't have a dad. His dad's not in the picture, right? No, he like. Okay, but his mom, his mom was really worried so I heard he got into one little fight, and his, yes, and his mom. Yes, this and his is mom the one. Scared. She was scared. Mm. She really was. So you know, she does like what every other mother in this situation would do. She, I guess, packed up all of his shit and moved him across the country to live with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Okay. He took a cab there. Yeah. Yeah. What did he say to that cab when he pulled up? Um, well, first of all, the cab looked funny, like, when it pulled up. Mm-hmm. Did it have dice in the mirror? It, was, it, yes. Yes. The license plate said fresh on the license plate. Like, on, you know what I'm talking about? Like, how some yeah, people yeah. have vanity plates? Yeah, it said fresh. This plate, this plate, yeah, on the front of the car and on the back also, on both of the license plates on the car, it said fresh. Wait, front and back? Yes, on both of the license plates. You Are know how you on, sure, you, you though? You have two license plates in a car. Because if, you, if you're coming from Philadelphia, which is in Pennsylvania, I think you only need one license plate. Do you, legally? Yeah. Okay. In Los Angeles, I mean, in California, I'm sure Your that they have, you know, it's preferred that you have two. So they have two, Wait. and there was dice in the mirror. Wait. Are you telling like me? Solo. Are you telling me that he didn't take a cab all the way from West Philly to Bel Air? Honestly, this dumb, horrible bit aside, is that the the premise that he took a cab? They never mention a flight. 
I only I know there's an extended the version of the theme, but I can't think of it. Ooh, we're gonna have to look that up. I, I whatever. Still, so I remember the extended he, version, but I still don't remember a flight. No, I can't remember a flight either. I feel like they do that thing where they zoom out on a map and you just see like a small taxi and go, and it like drives Definitely. across like really it quickly. drives. Yeah, yes, it's a cartoon maybe. Yes, that's what I feel like it was. Kaylin, I'm gonna push the abandoned bit button now. Okay, I'm good. Here. I have it on the iPad. Hang on, let me find it. Is it just an eject um, button? It's an eject button. Yes. Where is it? Oh no, Kaylin. Oh well, we're gonna have to keep doing the bit if you can't find it. Um. You, okay. You better find it quick. Uh, so he said, "Go home, smell your later." <laughs> he no, looked I hit at the his kingdom. Bit at, oh, okay. Kaylin. Sorry. Oh, now I'm ejected. Okay, I got it. So, Kaylin, let's go to our second song and then come back for some shop news. How's Sounds good. So our next song is Freak Like Me by Santi Gold. Freak like me. Freak like me. You a freak like me. Freak, freak like me. Me, freak like me. to our Instagram stories lately, but I've been building a little free library for the Woo! store. Well, not for the store. It's going to be in Madawan. But it is a miniature replica of the store. It's definitely a little free geekery. Mm-hmm. I haven't exactly figured out completely where we're going to put it, but it will be somewhere mm-hmm. in town. And if you guys aren't familiar with what a little free library is, I'll explain it right you know, now. A little free library is basically... The same concept of like a take a penny, leave a penny jar. So you go up to it and you can take free books from it. And, you know, when you're done reading them, you can put the books back or you can add other books that you have around your house that you're no longer reading and you want to share them with people in the community. So I'm really excited. I've put a lot of effort into putting this together. It looks really cool. It I looks think. great. I hope everybody likes it. It looks really cool. And I'm really excited. We're going to fill it with a bunch of great stuff and it should be up Doug, soon. Doug, can I make a suggestion? Yeah, what's up? Do you think, could you be the first people to put a free library, like, say, in the middle of a lake? You want me to put it in the middle mm-hmm. of the lake? Like some nightmarish geocache? I wonder how deep it would have to be to, to stand above the Maybe lake. Maybe it could just float around. Like, you just put it on the lake on, like, a flotation. So you want me to put a buoy? Yeah. 
Okay. And then like I'll get a dinghy. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you just get that, and then like people have to get like either swim or like kayak. It's to it. I gotta say, Kaylin, this is a great idea. It's always good to have paper around water. It's always Excuse good. Me, Doug. Uh, it's a challenge, you know. Like if you want these fucking free books, you gotta work for them, you know. Oh, I love the aggressiveness. <laughs> like you want, you want these free fucking, fucking books. Fucking swim you for, work it. for it. That's what I was saying. Oh, what? You're not gonna take a little skinny dip to go get some books from across the and lake? Then, uh, oh, what are you afraid of and drowning? And you also get some good exercise because then you'll hold the books above your head and you kind of just tread water to the side. <laughs> so, I mean. It's never been done before. I don't know why. Jesus, Caleb. Doug, my nose is itchy. <laughs> well, if you guys are listening to this on the day it comes out, tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock, we'll be doing our Geekery Book Club virtually on Ooh-hoo! Zoom. We'll be talking about Paper Girls, Volume 1 by Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. So if you want to read it, you know, you got a little bit of time, you want to catch up and read it with us, and then come discuss. Ooh, We'd love to have kinda... you. We have a good little group going right now. kind of rhymed up. So... Catch up with us and discuss. Catch up with us and discuss. Hashtag catch up with us and discuss. Yay. We also have some great stuff coming into the shop this week. Tell um, us about it. The brand new Sabrina the the brand new Sabrina the Teenage Witch series starts. Sabrina something wicked. Ooh. Issue one. Is that why you week. keep saying wicked, um, maybe? Maybe? It's like subliminal. Mm. We also have the original graphic novel Paul is Dead coming in, which sounds so cool. It's about that old folklore that like Paul McCartney died in a horrible car wreck, and he Ooh, was replaced by a replica. Yes. So this sounds really dope. Um, what else do we have coming in? It's Catwoman's 80th anniversary, or it was, and now we'll be celebrating it this coming week. Can we can we post a, a poll to see who's who is everyone's favorite Catwoman? Oh yeah, that's a cool idea, Kaylin. We'll do that on Wednesday mm-hmm. when this book yeah. comes out. That's actually a really really Sometimes good idea. Sometimes I have those. Who are you gonna say? Maybe, you know what, save I'm going to save it, save yeah. It. We also have um, a new Birds of Prey series coming in. We have a ton of fun stuff. We'll also be, tomorrow, at Book Club, uh, we'll be announcing, after we discuss our book, we'll be announcing the next Book Club title. But, podcast listeners right now will get an early preview. Next month's book, the book for June, is Something is Killing the Children, Volume 1. It's an awesome series. I've been talking about it a lot on our social medias and stuff when the first volume came out. And um, a ton of people have, you know, been reading it. And it's such a great series. It's from Boom Studios and written by James Tinney and the fourth. The, yeah, the fourth. And I think any fan of, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer or maybe even Supernatural, all these kind of things, I think would really be into this. It's basically about a young boy who, uh, we'll just say, goes to a slumber party. And wakes up in the woods, and all of his friends have been slain. And tons of kids in this town keep getting killed. And no one knows what is killing the children. And in walks this rogue demon hunter who basically has, like, this burner phone where she gets a direction of where to go. And she comes to eliminate the threat. Very cool. So the first volume is really good. We're going to be reading that and discussing it in the last week of June. I'm excited. It's very, very I'm good. I'm very excited. I'm really excited for it. And, um, yeah, we'll have copies of that in the shop for you to order for pickup curbside, or we can do a free local delivery. Anything else, Doug? Because I got something. No, I think that's... Yeah, what I do you got? I got a little something. Wait, are we are we doing end of the show stuff? Should we do end of the show stuff first? Yeah, we're wrapping wrap up. up. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send us off right. with something. All right. You got a secret mm-hmm. tag. Okay, girl. So, the geekery... Can be found person can be found personally. <laughs> so the geekery can be found in person at 133A Main Street in Madawan, New Jersey, or on all social medias at the Geekery NJ. You could follow the podcast on Twitter at the Geekery Radio. You can follow me at Dumple Stiltskin. Or you could follow me at Father underscore K. You cannot follow both of us. <laughs> oh, you, it's one or <laughs> the other. Either Jeez. or situation, so choose wisely. All right. I would choose Doug. <laughs> you definitely. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Not rude. <laughs> oh, thank You're you, Kaylin. Oh, hang on. I would choose. Shut Kaylin. up. You Follow can't Kaylin. even do that anymore. 
All right, guys. So listen, um, we are going to have an outro song uh, for this episode today. Um, it is a song by a good friend of mine's band. Wait, hold on. Did I say that right? A good friend of I mine's think so. band. Sure. Yeah. It didn't sound right. Just like Eddie Murphy didn't sound right. Anywho, <laughs> the name of the band is St. James and the Apostles. Our outro song is Set Me Free, which they just released a video on YouTube for, so go check that out. Um, you can also follow them on Instagram and Facebook, where they go live weekly for their Saturday sermons. That's really yeah. cool. I really love this inventive way that bands are finding to like engage with their with their communities by um, doing live concerts or Twitch streaming or all sorts of stuff. It's really kind of cool because it must be so tough when you like you know they're they're making their money gigging mm-hmm. on the road and it's you know the road's closed, man. So they got to find yeah, other ways. Yeah, they just recently, uh, cool. I think late last year, released the new album. So they were supposed to do a bunch of touring. We were actually supposed to go see them yeah. for my birthday weekend in Asbury Park. Oh, no mm-hmm. way. Yeah, and that totally got canceled. Put the kibosh on it. Thanks, Corona. Reschedule. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we'll think. <laughs> All right. This has been another episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. Also, I want to thank Justin for his songs this week. And as always, um, uh, thank you for listening, and we love we you. We right? love you. I, I wasn't going to say it. I was going to say we like like you. But if you're going in with the oh, love. Okay. I will also say. I'm hard on my sleeve. We love them. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Just can't seem to find her way